0: What's up everyone and welcome back to the program. The war on drugs down in Mexico continues to spin out of control as AMLO and his policies towards the war on drugs continue to be a failure and this time it saw 13 Mexican law enforcement officials lose their life. This comes on the back end of the IED explosion that we talked about recently and there certainly seems to be more of a focus by the cartels to attack the security forces. Now, they've never shied away from that in the past before, but there certainly has been an increase in the intensity and in the number of attacks against Mexican state security forces. Today, we have an article from the New York Times and the headline, 13 law enforcement officers killed in an ambush in Mexico. This article was authored by Zolan Cano-Youngs and Emiliano Rodriguez-Mega. An armed group ambushed and killed more than a dozen law enforcement officers in southwestern Mexico on Monday, including a local secretary and police chief, adding to a soaring number of deadly attacks against the police in the region. Now imagine if 13 police officers were killed in the United States. What sort of reaction do you think the authorities would have? And do you think that the criminal groups that were responsible would be out here for much longer? The answer is no. But down in Mexico, this is all just part of it. And then you wonder why these police officers are corrupt. Why they take bribes. Why they take money from the cartels. Well, you want to make a few hundred bucks a month to go and get yourself blown up by an IED or targeted by the cartel? Because that's what these Mexican police officers are getting paid. They're not making very much money. So, of course, the enticement by the cartel and the money that the cartel is offering is always going to be something that draws them in. And when you have so much corruption, of course, it's going to be hard for you to govern correctly. Because if the police can't do their job without fear of the criminals having reprisals for the police, then something is severely broken. And we all know that something is certainly broken down in Mexico. The slaughter in Coyuca de Benitez, in the Mexican state of Guerrero, left 13 security officials dead, including the municipality's security secretary, Alfredo Alonso Lopez, and the director of municipal police, Anario Salinas Garay, according to a spokesman for the Guerrero State Prosecutor's Office. So things are all bad down here. We've already talked about Guanajuato, we've talked about Guerrero, and how dangerous things are, not only for the police, but for regular people. It's a tough life down here right now. You know, it's bad enough when you don't have any economic advantages, but then you add this to the mix, and you can understand why people are trying to leave this nonsense behind them and start a new life elsewhere. Guerrero is now the second most dangerous state in Mexico for law enforcement officers, with more than 34 killed so far in 2023. According to Common Cause, a Mexico-based organization, tracking the killings of police officers in the country. The group said that more than 340 police officers had been killed so far this year in the nation and more than 400 killed last year. Think about that. And I'm sure that there's a lot more that go unreported. We demand justice and zero impunity, Common Cause said in a statement. And the problem, again, not to beat a dead horse, but is all the corruption. When you have such a corrupt place, with so much corruption taking place, it's very, very difficult for there to be any trust of the security forces. Especially when the security forces show up, and either A, they're in the bag for the cartel, or B, they get their asses absolutely whipped by the cartel. As a citizen, in one of these little towns, in one of these little villages, hell, in Acapulco, would that make you feel confident? I sure the hell wouldn't want to drive around in the city that's under siege by a cartel. And then you add to the fact that Mexican people don't even have the right to bear arms and everything is all bad. While President AMLO took office promising to make Mexico safer, he has downplayed the violence in the nation and blamed the problem on his predecessors. AMLO blames everybody but himself and he's just another typical politician. I know that there was hopes that AMLO was going to break the mold down in Mexico, but unfortunately, he's right from the mold. And the BS he's up to, it's no different than what we've seen. Oh sure, it's packaged a little different, and he talks about love and hugs and the rest of it, but have we actually seen any of that on the ground? And furthermore, how has that policy worked out when it comes to cartels? But the clashes between rival drug organizations have prompted criticism, including from the United States. AMLO has said much of the violence in the nation is because of the United States' inability to prevent guns from being trafficked south into Mexico. So according to AMLO, all of Mexico's problems, get this, have to do with arms being trafficked into Mexico from the United States. Now, is that a problem in Mexico? 100%. Is that the cause of their strife? No, it is not. It's no different than the drug issue here in America. Do you think that if America turned off the valve and no weapons were being shipped down south, that no weapons would find their way into the hands of the cartel? We already know that they have connections in Europe. We already know they have connections in China. So they're not going to get any weapons from anywhere else. It's just convenient. And it goes to the symbiotic relationship that Mexico and the United States have when it comes to the war on drugs. Leaders from both countries discussed the roots of such violence during high-profile meetings in Mexico City this month. And make no mistake, for all the BS AMLO talks about the United States and this, that, the other thing, a lot of it's posturing. Behind the scenes, AMLO, like just about everybody else, is playing ball. He understands that if he wants to stop this nonsense, that he has to work with America, not against America. But remember, when we're talking about politicians, everything's about the next election, Everything's about throwing some red meat to their base. So always keep that in mind. Guerrero, a state plagued by turf wars between drug cartel organizations, has particularly been dangerous for law enforcement officers. Mr. Alonzo Lopez's predecessor as security secretary in Coyuca de Benitez David Borja Padilla survived an assassination attempt in December of 2022. And these guys are so brazen They go after security officials, they'll go after congressmen, they'll go after senators, priests, they don't care. If you get in their way, you're going to get taken care of. And it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what kind of pull you have in society, because they feel like they can act with impunity. The violence in recent years can be traced to rival drug cartels competing for territory in the state which includes the tourist area of Acapulco as well as the mountainous environment used for growing marijuana and opium poppy, according to Eduardo Guerrero, a Mexico-based intelligence consultant who works with local government in the country. Now, not so much anymore about that space, because they're basically out of the weed market now, especially in America. There's still poppy being grown, but the real money is in synthetics. And why would you take the time to grow poppy, have farms, have farmers, have to deal with the eradication of those farms when you can just move your whole entire operation into some lab somewhere and make a bunch of fentanyl? So I think that the old rule book, the old playbook that we used to use when we're talking about cartels has to go out the window and we have to rewrite that playbook. Plus. He said some of the criminals in the area had been targeting law enforcement after the federal government built a new military facility in the state last year. And when the government tries to do that down in Mexico, of course the cartels, well, they're going to flex. They're going to show the government, they're going to show their rivals, and they're going to show the citizens that they're still in charge. So you can have all the military bases you want. But if you can't stop the cartels from killing 13 law enforcement agents in one ambush, then you're doing something wrong. We have attacks every week, Mr. Garedo said of the drug cartels in the state, which appear to specialize in killing police officers. Well, these cartels, they're just good at killing police officers or anybody else. If you get in their way, you're going to get got. And with the amount of money that they have, it makes them very, very dangerous, right? Because they can get their hands on weapons that other groups could only dream of. Can you imagine if some of the criminal elements in America had rocket launchers and blowing each other up across the street and say Compton? How do you think that would work out for everybody involved? Not very good, right? Forget LAPD. You'd have the DEA. You'd have the ATF there. You'd have tanks there. You'd have helicopters there. Hell, I'm sure you'd have drones there. So that stuff would never work here in America. But down in Mexico... The criminal element acts with such impunity that it can get away with this sort of thing. The targeting of security officials has become common in Tierra Caliente, a region shared by Guerrero, Michoacan, and the state of Mexico, where conflicts between rival cartels have caused a surge in violence. Two prosecutors in Guerrero were killed just days apart in September. A drug gang shot to death 20 people, including a mayor and his father, in the mountains of Guerrero in October of last year and gunmen ambushed and massacred 13 law enforcement officers in Mexico State in March of 2021. In a video message, Guerrero's vice prosecutor of investigations, Gabriel Alejandro Hernandez Mendoza, said the security officials in Coyuca de Benitez had not approached state authorities to report threats made against them. He added that the prosecutor's office was investigating the killings. This prosecutor's office commits itself to carry out all acts of investigation, both in the field and in the office, as well as intelligence actions in order to clarify the facts. He said, well, unfortunately, they're never going to arrest anybody for this. And if they do, it's going to be some low hanging fruit. Some guys that the cartel serve up and say, all right, these are the guys who did it. Go ahead and arrest them. But meanwhile, the person who planned the operation, the person who was the brains behind the operation, they're never going to get arrested, at least not until their corruption money runs out. And we all know that the money is not running out anytime soon. All of the information that goes with this episode, including my contact information, can be found in the description box.